Welcome to the Working Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Tony of Woodland Iron, joined by Keith of Blackthorn Concepts. And once again, it's just me and him. So what's going on, buddy? All right. I'd like to start this episode by thanking our sponsor, Sabretooth. You go to sabretooth.com, you can get all your power carving needs covered, uh, burrs, discs, whatever you want over there. Uh, if you use code WH, you can save 10% off your order. Uh, they're good. I use them. I like them. I stand behind them. You should give them a go. Yeah, and I'll take a moment to thank our other sponsor, uh, Maritime Knife Supply. Uh, you can find him at maritimeknifesupply.com or .ca. Also, have a look around uh, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram because he has uh, a tendency to show off some new arrivals every now and again. So if you're waiting on steel or something like that, he'll generally post something about uh, how his back hurts from moving 2,000 pounds <laughs> of steel. So. Yeah, so uh, he just got a, a big batch of tongs in. Yep, you got uh, tongs and hammers from Front Step Forge out of, I think they're out of Calgary or Edmonton. Way out west somewhere, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Hatchland. Yeah, Hatchland, yeah. So, yeah, and you got uh, also a bunch of handle material I saw too. So there's all kinds of stuff there. Um, maybe even get it before Christmas if you're lucky. It may be. So. Yeah, this is the last episode before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Uh, I think we got one more before Christmas. Negative, sir. Christmas is this weekend. Oh, man, I'm so screwed up. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't mind me. I'm a shift, I'm a shift worker. So, Christmas is uh, just another day. I actually work, uh, I work Christmas night. So, on the 25th, I go in for a night shift and get off on Boxing Day morning. Boxing. Is that not a thing down there? No. I mean, we know about it because you guys do it, but it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the day we're going to have all the, the family down. Um, I think we got 16 people coming. Be pretty pretty big for us. Yeah, we do a huge family party Christmas Eve. I don't know how many people. I've, I, I don't count. There's like 50 of us or so. Um, and then Christmas Day, I just go to my parents. This year, one of my brothers. Pretty, pretty tame day. <laughs> Yeah, sounds it. Yeah, we've got uh, my family, uh, including my sister and her kids and her spouse, and then uh, Lil's family would be uh, everybody except for her brother and uh, sister-in-law. So there's there's a there's a fair group. <laughs> got all your shopping done already? Um, I'll be honest, I do zero <laughs> of the shopping. Yeah, I don't do um, Although. I did put some some labor into this year. I was asked to make something for a family member, so um, that's been a, been at it, been at that for a couple of days now. Same. A lot longer than I wanted to be. Yeah, same here. I've been doing the same thing, and then I I didn't like how it turned out, so I redid it all. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I wouldn't say I redid what I was doing, but I I did spend a lot of time making it making it perfect. So. It's, uh, the beauty of blacksmithing is sometimes you can, even if you get the curve wrong, you just heat it back up and make it go, make it shorter or longer, whatever you needed. So that uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, probably burned a lot more propane than I needed to after. Once I got done the project, I was like, I am making jigs. I'm actually, that's my plan. Uh, tomorrow morning is to, uh, call my metal supplier and probably take a run over and get uh get some more metal for the new year 
and uh, get some steel for some jigs so I can uh, make some bending jigs so it makes life a lot easier. So I can make hooks in like 15 seconds instead of like six heats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jigs are key for everything. Great for repeatability. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm going for. Um, I, I wanted to get a, a real clean look to what I did, and it did come out fairly clean in the end, but I just, I don't know. I, I was frustrated a little bit because I was, it took me a, I'd do a heat and I'd be like, oh, I didn't get anywhere with this heat. So just every heat just seemed, some of them were, I was going backwards and it was just, and I know if I had the jig set up in my, in my vice, the bends that I needed to make were like a single heat and it was done and then just walk away and it'd be done. So that was a frustrating part. So I got to make a jig and a, and a different style bending wrench than I have to work with the jigs. So very cool. Plus what I was working with was five eighths square stock. So that was, uh, an added, uh, pain <laughs> to say the least as a, as someone with no power tools to speak of, as far as moving steel, it was, uh, it was a rough go. It was some, some cursing and swearing and it was, it was a good, good time. You didn't want to be near my shop when I was doing that. I do enjoy the end result though. And it was, it was well worth the work very, or effort, I guess. Very cool. When you, when you make these jigs, are you going to film it? Do some reels? <laughs> going to dance some jigs? Um, I maybe, but I mean, for what I'm going to make for jigs, they're going to be pretty, pretty basic. Doesn't matter. Content. Piece, piece of pipe and a piece of angle iron. And that's about it. I used to fight it. I no longer fight it. Everything is getting, well, I lie. I've been in the shop for two days, three days in a row. I haven't filmed anything. Yeah, I got out. I was actually out the last two days as well. A little later today than I wanted to be, but, um, but I had to get some hooks and stuff made up. So, well, for me, it was, uh, a time crunch because I wanted to redo what I was making and it's a Christmas gift. So I'm getting up against the time crunch. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the same. That's that's what mine is. I was told I needed to have it done so someone could make sure they could wrap it up. And I'm like, uh, you realize what you had me make, right? It's <laughs> probably not going to wrap up real nice. Might so. get cardboard, make a box for it. Yeah, could do that. The uh, yeah, I'll I'll be done in an MR. I'll be all done deliver. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty well done. I just gotta I I. Uh, course where it's steel i had to i waxed everything so that it gave that nice nice color to it and some rust protection so i said to let that kind of dry a little bit and then i'll bring them in the house i did some reels this week with the pencil sharpening have you seen that saga <laughs> i didn't know my little story was going to turn into such a <laughs> thing on the internet <laughs> tell people about sharpening a pencil with a dull knife and all of a sudden everybody's a <laughs> Pencil sharpening expert. Pencil sharpening woodworkers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I just saw there was another one just posted right before we hit record. It's heating up. Oh, yeah? I didn't see that. Well, I haven't Corey, seen a few. Yeah, I just saw that Corey posted one. Uh-oh. And Chris posted one. Did Corey do one with a C and, with his rotary? He had to. No, he didn't. No? Oh. No. I'll leave it for you to see. Okay, I'll look at it later. But I did a couple of those, and I'm going to probably keep going on that series but i did a couple others i got um a friend of mine stopped by with some tools for me he gave me uh some brown spark free tools he didn't need anymore like a wrench amco wrench a punch and i all made out of brown oh yeah yeah but then he also brought there's no name on it uh the t 
tag is like all fits. I don't know what it is, but this huge arbor press, it's like 30. Inch. Hmm. It's a monster. He dropped that off. Any tooling with it or just the press? Just the press. Apparently it was at his work for as long as he's worked there. And like, can I take that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, that's something you would want, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll be over tomorrow. And he originally told me about it over the summer. He's like, I'm going to ask if this thing's available to, you know, disappear if you want it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. And he's like, it's just a big arbor press. I said, how big? And he put his hand out like at his hip, you know? And he's like, yeah, so big. I'm like, there's no way, you know? <laughs> And then he sent me a photo, but the photo had nothing behind it. Like no little scale. Yeah. There was nothing to scale it up. There wasn't even a, like, it was just a white wall. It wasn't even like a, a brick to where I could be like, oh yeah, it's so high too. And then he brought it here and it's massive. <laughs> Absolutely <Zombie>. massive. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do, but it was like almost frozen, but it was just like old grease and like in the rod itself that I yeah, had. Yeah, I got up. you. So I got that cleaned up and it's moving freer, not where i would want but it's a nice it's a nice little piece i gotta make a stand for it now yeah i still gotta get that bandsaw in the in the shop <laughs> it's sitting in my garage and i'm like i gotta move that and then i've i gotta get a truck i gotta get a uh not a truck truck but like a, hand a dolly or hand truck or something to to get the thing moved you're back at the gym just bear hug it and walk it up there. yeah i want to stay at the gym <laughs> i don't want to wreck myself but I also don't want to end up cutting myself all the pieces. Oh, you got that. If you do wind up going that way, definitely make a real bear hug. <laughs> yeah, bear hug it and walk it up to the shop. Oh man, I had to move it today to. What well, got me thinking of it? I had to move it today to get uh, get to my snowblower. So that was yeah. I got to take my snowblower out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to. I forgot how kind of ungainly that thing is, even with the even with the the cart that's underneath it right you're just feeling like you catch something and over it goes yeah those carts they're for uh smooth floors only yeah that's not my garage floor at all mine is smooth if it's clean but if i'm out there woodworking or something it's a couple chips on the nightmare when you go to move something yeah i can imagine you said you're digging out the snow blower does that mean you're gonna have a white christmas (laughs) um i hope so um it's uh it's supposed to rain on Friday, but I guess we might get lucky and have enough snow left over to, to make it through the rain, but I don't know. We'll see. It'd be nice. It's been, uh, I guess, probably been four or five years, if not longer, since we've had a white Christmas. So I, I can't remember the last time I saw a white Yeah, it always surprised me. Um, I follow a few people that, other than yourself that are down in Jersey, and they, they ride bikes and stuff, and I've seen them out in, like, March. And it seems weird to see, um, see them out in March on motorcycles and it be warm. Yeah. It goes all over the place. You know, the weather, sometimes you'll see motorcycles out in January, but then February, no. (laughs) Yeah. Here every now and again, like I've seen people go in like right now, I've seen people out a little bit, but now that there's some snow and some ice, you won't see it. But after that, it'll be. I don't know. Sometimes we'll get a bit of a thaw in January. You'll see people, if it gets to like from minus 10 to zero, you'll see people on bikes. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't go out until there's no sand, salt, anything. That's when I, when I go out. That's crazy. I used to work at a a biker bar and uh, we used to have this guy, Biker Bob, every day he rode. Didn't matter the weather. Could have been snowing. He was on his bike every day. 
Yeah, we've got a guy at work as well that uh, he's got one of those Ural bikes, the three-wheeler. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it doesn't matter. He's in a skidoo suit going. He likes biking. I like to be on a bike. I don't, I don't even mind the cold, but, but I'm not getting on a bike and go. Yeah, I uh, I used to go, I used to sled a bit, but that's not, uh, that's different. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's way different. You're not on the road, essentially. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, uh, I always had a lot of fun out sledding, but man, it's an expensive hobby, that one. Yeah, seems like it would be. Is that even a thing for you guys down there? Nobody owns a snow machine down there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on them. It's not as prevalent in Jersey, per se, but people own them. Typically, they'll take them up upstate New York. Oh, okay. Same as here, then. Um, where I'm at here, we uh, anybody that owns one, has they go up to northern New Brunswick with them. So, I don't know, three to five hour travel. So, you got that with a truck and a trailer and gas. <laughs> yeah. And, and a stay somewheres. Plus, the things are thirsty on their own. So... Yeah, when, yeah we, ex- when we were kids growing up, there was always snowmobiles around, uh, but it also snowed more back then. Yeah, it did. I, I find now, um, well, where I moved down to where I'm at now, I'm close to the ocean, so the there's a lot less snow, but my parents' place, they still seem to get like snow like when I was a kid. It surprises me some days. Dad will send me pictures of it, and they'll be like, yeah, we got six inches of snow yesterday, and I'm like, yeah, I got like an inch of rain. <laughs> yeah so yeah i just looked it up the last time new jersey had a blanketed white christmas was 96 96 wow that's been a while i had hopes for this year but they're quickly <laughs> dying yeah like you say i think the last one I was, I was, it's kind of funny i was talking it over with my oldest daughter i'm like yeah i don't remember you guys ever having a white christmas and she's like what she's like remember the remember the christmas that the power went out i was like yeah He's like, that was because of snow. I was like, oh, right. That was like 2013, I think it was. So I feel good that she remembers a white Christmas. <laughs> I love a good Yeah. Especially when you don't have to go anywhere. You just hang out, watch TV. It's a snowfall. Go out, clean it up every couple hours. I hate when it yeah. happens at night and you have to wake up to it. That's the Yeah. I'm more of a one and done type. I go out at the end of it. I wait till it's done snow and then I just deal with whatever I have to deal with. Yeah, well, it depends on the type of snow we're getting because we get like that anything from the real light fluffy crap when it's real cold to like the heavy wet mush. And if you don't keep up with that, then yeah, that's what that's what we got today. Yeah. So you looking to get any new tools this uh, before the end of the year? Santa bringing you anything? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think Santa's bringing me anything, and I don't think there's anything. I mean, there's plenty on my list, but there's nothing immediate that I want to get. Um, yeah, if you know anybody who wants to be Santa and send me a, a press of any kind, that would be, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? But yeah, no, it's uh, be quiet on the tool front. I think it's right now it's going to be uh, more of a making tools. Um, like we talked about before, uh, Maritime's got that uh that Flutagon stuff, the A33 steel. Yeah. I haven't done it yet, but I think uh, probably in the new year I'll order some so I can make up some chisels. And then, like I said, tomorrow is going to be a um, at least plan and then get materials for making a few jigs because just make life so much easier if I can just nicely bend a few pieces to uh, just to make circles and hooks and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot easier than working over the horn. Yeah, when I went... 
um, and bought all that stuff from that blacksmith. I bought a lot of like Hardy Tool jigs that he had made and stuff. I haven't used any of them, but um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I've been busy. He's got stuff to make hooks and stuff, so probably not just stuff. I bought steel for it recently, but I haven't touched. I did get uh, did play Santa to myself, and I got two hammerheads from Gnome Hammer. So the elves didn't make, but the gnome did. <laughs> They're cousins. Yeah, I got a three. I, I got a three pounder from him, and I got like a I don't know, like one and a half pound. A three pounder. Yeah. You sure, you can handle that. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> Easy with the short jokes there, Tony. I, I was talking about the mass of the hammer, not not the length of the handle that you're gonna have <laughs> you're gonna have to have on the hammer. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, there's no handles on them yet, so I got to make handles. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'm. Uh, that's one thing I haven't done yet is make make handles. I'm dreading the day that I break one of my handles on my hammers because the ha- I'm just so set and I love the handles that are on them. Like I'm just so used to them now that I just it's gonna be hard to replace them. Yeah, I got handles. I got I bought from Corey out of CCNC. He made them on that on the Cyclone for me. Right. They're nice, and I handled a hammerhead I had, and I split it. Totally my fault, but I split it, and I was like, "Oh!" So <laughs> I'm weary about putting those on first. So I think I'm going to just get regular wood and make handles. So I learn what I'm doing at camp. I did uh, my wife's Medusa hammer. I uh, I handled that one, but that was under the guidance of Tracy over right. a Bastion head. So, yeah, I missed all I missed all that until I saw it on Instagram. I was I think that was the night I was uh Yeah, during the burn I went over. Yeah, I was doing my uh I was making the making the uh beer caramelizer for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh that turned out well and whatever I learned from him, I'm going to put into the next one. But without having somebody there checking my work, I, I want to do it on a less expensive handle, <laughs> you know, easily easily replaced handle. So, yeah, I think these two, I'm just going to make out of regular wood. And when they break or the next hammer I get, I'll put on one of the ones that Corey made. I just don't want to break any more of them. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I mean, it's usable, but I don't know for how long it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, my I got a, actually, it's my everyday hammer. It's got the uh, the wet, the steel wedge that they put in that keeps popping out, but I think i finally got it to stick because it hasn't popped out in a while because when i was at camp it was i had to check it like every few minutes well it felt like every few minutes but probably once an hour or something and then today i was using it and i kept i kept checking it but i didn't have to adjust it so I'm, i think uh i think i finally found the sweet spot good that's ex- <laughs> i don't know it's all it, it's all the little things yeah thinking about it now that just put one of those fans <laughs> i have them right why not put them on yeah we'll see yeah i do have one i do have one hammer um i won it through it was an instagram thing one time like a like share follow whatever yeah and um oh I was, why am i blanking on the on the guy's name anyways got the ha- hammer sent up to me and he his hammer handles are very straight and they kind of have that, um, they have the flats with the almost, it's almost octagonal, but with like flats on either side. Okay. Like it's not, it's not equally eight sides. Right. So it fits in the hand pretty good, but it's because it's a two pound hammer, it's kind of light and the handle's a little small for, for my hand. 
So I think if I get if I get rambunctious, I might put a different handle on that someday, but not right away. I, I use it so sparingly at this point that it doesn't really make a lot of sense. My two and a half does everything I need it to do. So I like to draw a knife a hand. Just say I did it. <laughs> yeah. Some guys make that look easy, don't they? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like anything. It's a technique once you learn it. It it probably is really easy. Just chasing the growth rings, you know? Yeah, it's like anything. Like, I mean, if I made that many hooks, I'd be, I'm sure I'd be pretty quick at it. But yeah, right now, not so much. What can you do? Just practice, practice, practice. Yep. It's tough to find the time when you're not full time. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get back to that sometimes with, um, with being back at the gym. Like I've, it's the funny thing is I've always made the time because I started coaching, but I never, I stopped making the time to actually work out. I made the time to be there so I could coach, but I stopped making the time to work out. And now that I'm starting to make the time to do both, it's really starting to cut in my, uh, my times to be in the shop are becoming more of uh, a little bit trickier to get at. You're going to have to make the time for that too. That's what I'm going to have to make. The t- yeah, so I guess that's what I'm getting at is I just got to make the time. So, But I do I do enjoy it when I get out there. So it's it's definitely, it becomes like when I get into competition mode, it, like if I'm, it, it almost becomes my place that I go and that's my little cardio workout that I do. I have a little project to pick away at. I find that when I do have the time, I don't know what to work on. So I started. Like, I always have the list in my head, like, oh, I got to make this frame for a mirror. I got to make a desk. I got to make this. I got to make that. And then when I have the time, I either don't have it planned out yet, or I just go out there and I wind up tinkering and making them that I got to clean up later. So I started making lists now. If I have an hour, if I have a weekend. Yeah, I've been meaning to do that. That's been something I've wanted to do is put um, put up a whiteboard and uh, just start marking out what I... Cause I'll have big, big ideas. The like, if I walk out of the shop, I'll be like, "Oh, next time I'm in, I'll make this. I'll do this, this, and this." Or, you know, this is the tool I need to make, or whatever it might be. And then I'll have times where I walk in and I'm like, "What am I gonna do?" And then they just kind of get lost, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going back in." Yeah, I started carrying a notebook to keep all my list down. Yeah, a notebook might be better for me, seeing how it's been what four years I've had that shop and I've yet to get a whiteboard, so. Maybe just grabbing a notebook would be better. Yeah. But, you know, paper in a forge sometimes doesn't last long. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be in the forge, though. You you can put it on the anvil or uh, on the work table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wise guy, eh? I don't think the whiteboard would survive either. But, yeah, the um, but it could just be check the notebook before you head out there. Because I know what you mean. It's dirty, everything's black. You won't be able to read. Yeah, no, it's because that was one of the things today. I was like, oh, I should make a list of what I need to make for parts and stuff. And haven't done that yet for, for doing jigs. So I'll uh, actually probably when we get off this, I'll sit down for a minute and hammer out what I need to do. It's funny. I, I, I picked up the notebook and it's the same notebook I started at the beginning of le- of this year. Like, oh, um, I'm going to run a list of things I want to work on. And I looked at the notebook and only like five of the 10 listed things were completed I'm like yeah well actually you just reminded me i have a notebook i have a book that i started and it now i gotta go find it yeah <laughs> that's it podcast done gotta go find my book no um yeah so i do have a book that i 
I started out with, I think I put, I've got some, yeah, I've got some tong ideas and a few other things in that that I can think of right off the top of my head, but there's definitely some things in it to, uh, to do. So I'll, if I can find that, I think I'll start using that again. I think it just got put somewhere and just forgot about it. Yeah. It only took 76 episodes of a podcast for me to remember that I, I have a notebook. <laughs> so I, I literally can't remember the last time I had that book, but I know it's in the house. Well, notebooks are pretty cheap. And if you can't afford one, just let me know and I'll get one. <laughs> I'll get one mailed over to you. Well, it's not the expense. He's not carrying them yet, but I'm sure Lawrence will have them soon enough. Yeah. Maritime. We'll, maritime we'll notebooks. Get, yeah, we'll give him some more ideas. Yeah, it's not the expense. It's the uh, possible lost ideas that might be in it. So yeah, and that's now you why I want to find it. Yeah. So see what old me or young me thought of... Uh, what I was going to do in the forge. So then get mad at myself being, why are you so lazy? And now's the time to start thinking about goals for 23. So if you find it, you can look at old projects or write down the new projects you have for this year. Maybe that'll keep you on track of going with your limited time with the gym and coaching. Yeah. I've never been, I guess asked you this question, but I've never been a um, new year's resolution type. Have you? No, no. But I didn't say resolution. I just said goals for 23. Yeah, I, I kind of kin them together. So I, I don't uh, really. Resolution's like, uh, I'm going to quit drinking. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to hurt. That hurt. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Any of that life change crap, subscribe too much. To, but um, at least on the first of the year, like, why wait? You know? Just, yeah, there was someone at the gym the other day that said that. Um, they were over on the CrossFit side, and they were they were just kind of over visiting, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna wait till the new year." And then someone else, it wasn't me, was like, "Well, why don't you start?" I, I think it was like December 10th. Why don't you start December 10th, which was that day? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Oh no, I got this and this going on," and it's like, "You're always you gonna gotta, have something going on. You just gotta make the time." hard to make time sometimes so yeah some days i it's weird i I sometimes find myself having too much time because with shift work it's like oh i can do i can do that tomorrow because i got all day tomorrow i can do whatever and then tomorrow comes and it's like i can do that the next day and then oh wait i gotta go back to work tomorrow i've run into that too many times in the 20 years i've worked shift work yeah i mean everyone's like oh well you spend time watching tv blah blah well sometimes brain drain is good you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah when you're sitting in front of a computer for 12 hours a day sometimes you just want to like just chill and not not do anything turn your mind off for a half hour or an hour a night i don't think there's anything wrong with it. no that's for sure the brain drain so i've waited a year it's now i don't know what what day this comes out but the wednesday before christmas i know it's on everyone's mind are you gonna eat mince might that the mince meat pie this year or what <laughs> is that has that been a year since we talked about that yeah isn't that a christmas thing uh, oh man, yeah, it is. I never even realized that's when we were talking about it, but uh, no, I will not have mincemeat pie. I don't even think it's on the menu. I don't think anybody makes it. So yeah, I've I'm never sure, seen it in my life. I'm sure my father. I'm sure my father will show up and have something. Or he's he that he loves it for some reason. But pretty sure he'd, he'd eat roadkill if you put ketchup on it. Wow, well, I don't know if you put ketchup on mincemeat pie, but <laughs> the um. 
I've never seen it. I've never been anywhere where I think it's been on the menu or any of it. No, I've, I've seen it a few times, and every time I see it, it does not look appetizing. So that's, that's a big thing for me. I, I'm, a, I'm a picky eater, but uh, it's a big thing for me. If it doesn't look right, ain't touching it. No. All right. I figured I had to ask. <laughs> that's a fair question, but yeah, it's, it's not happening. You see uh, Chad put out a shed video? Ah, uh, yes, the work, what do they call it, the workshop saga, or workshed oh, saga? Well, yeah, something like that. Call it a saga. It's happened a year I mean, in the making. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see what he actually does with it. I, I talked to him for a minute, and he said that uh, he partially did it to push himself to get it finished. So he's put this out, and the shed's not done. So. Oh, I thought the shed was done, and he's just not telling us what he's using it for. No, well, ah. he may not, it might have been leading me astray just just because, but when I spoke with him, it was, uh, the shed is not complete, and he was using it as a bit of a push to get the shed done. Got it. So, I'll be curious to see. I mean, we had so many talks about it that. Yeah, uh, that's why I brought it up. There's no way, yeah, I'll definitely have Going to have some conversations with him about that shed for sure. Speaking of sheds like that, did you see Corey's office inside his new shop? Yeah, yeah. That's bigger, that's, that's bigger than my whole shop. <laughs> He's in there moving it around a gypsum style. I got a kick out of it. No one said anything about him jumping through the window. The yeah. start of the reel, he's like leaping through the window. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I, like, I, I reached out to him. I'm like, dude, that is bigger than the shed I want to build. And he goes, oh, yeah. So what's that going to be? Is that going to be uh, his little workshop or is that an off, just going to be an office? No, like that building he's in, and you have to ask him more about it, but he's uh, like uh, he's taken over half of that. And I guess that little building was inside that building and it was on the other guy's side. So he's taken it and that'll be like the computer room, like the office, I guess. So gotcha. all the machines are out running and all the computers are in. So be a good little office for him in his new shop. I'm excited to see how that how that turns out watching that shop build. Yeah, uh, he sent out the first video there, and I sent him a message. I was like, uh, "You got you got space for a blacksmith?" <laughs> <laughs> he does. I don't think he's like, going to give it up, but he's got space. Like, I'll I'll take a I'll take a little corner and a and maybe like a you know sleeping area, you know kitchenette. I just I don't take much. I don't I don't need much. He's got that huge truck and he pulled it in and the truck looks small inside that space. Oh, wow. I, I guess I didn't see that video, but I know this, the space looks massive. Good for him. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. I'm hoping the cyclone thing really takes off. I want one. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, Odyssey CNC makes a rotary CNC. Uh, it's fully built by them. Um, obviously, they're using somebody else's controllers and stuff, but... Um, they build a rotary CNC. He's making them for sale, and they're he's launched it already. So they're very cool. Very cool. yeah. They they, uh, they look good. One of these days, I want one. It's just a matter of getting the money and having the space to put it in. Yeah, that's always the age old question of space. <laughs> yeah, it's less about the money, more about the space. So we shall see. Once your Christmas gifts are done, what are you working on? Um. Well, the Christmas gifts kind of get pushed to the forefront, so I still. Really haven't got the the uh, stake turners and that stuff done yet, so that'll be that's got to be next on the list. So hopefully, hopefully this week, right? Yeah, if all goes well, I've got uh, I got Monday and Tuesday of this week, and then 
I go back to work on Wednesday. So, um, I got, yeah, I got two days that I could hopefully get some time. I did, uh, with talking about it, uh, one of our patrons, uh, reached out to me, um, uh, David of DW build or DW, DW would build. Sorry. Yeah. Don't mean, mean to misspeak. Um, and we were, uh, we were talking about it real quick and he put me on to, uh, someone that, that does them and has done a few tutorials, um, on how to do them. So, um, I'm going to have to, uh, sit down and look, I think he mentioned that the, like, cause I had said how I needed a certain amount of steel to get everything to draw out. Right. And I think the spikes that I have are too small. But Don't start have, with the excuses. Get it done. <laughs> oh, what a guy. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Um, I'm going to look through the stock that I have because I have quite a few because I had someone drop off a few pails of them. So there's, there's uh, I don't know, there's probably 100 spikes in my shop that I just got to sort through and, and figure out what ones will work for me. Yeah. But it's definite. That, that's definitely the next the next thing. And then David cracks me up. He's the guy. He beat me to the punch. I didn't get out in the shop in time to the pencil sharpening video. He did the first one. Yeah, he did, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And then I started the second one. I was planning on doing something, but now it's a whole thing. Everyone's doing them. If you haven't yet and you want to tag Working Hands Podcast on Instagram, I want to see. <laughs> New and inventive ways of sharpening a pencil. No, becoming a woodworker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've. Sorry, I'm metal worker. Don't know, don't know all this this lingo. You're not. You're a woodworker. You're 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 the whole one who started it, telling us the story of sharpening the pencil at the competition for your daughter. A dull with a <laughs> dull jackknife. Uh, did you sharpen his knife for him yet? I can do that on Christmas. Um, if he brings it with him to Christmas, yeah, I, I will. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been funny to see to see all these people doing that after that after that one story let's keep it going that, that i love them i love all of it did you see chris's dog joy sharpening a pencil today uh, i think i saw the outtake i didn't see the end or maybe the whole thing is an outtake yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> that's good stuff yeah because we get that uh their patron chat there that uh that's pretty yeah, the good makeshift podcast yeah the makeshift chat and uh yeah, he just posted like a, I don't know, seven seconds of the dog, like running up to him, taking the pencil, but not chewing on it, just wanting to take it and then run away. I think yeah. I assume that's probably the whole video too. Well, he did the complete video and it's out as a real man. It's pretty good. It's pretty quick. Good time. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. Speaking of patrons, let's thank our patron, Tony. All right, boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start here with uh, Corey of Odyssey CNC. The Etsy Boys, Christy of Twisted Twine, Annette of 513 Woodworks, Full Steam Design by Chris Powell, Lillian Archer Photography, David Beckwith Makes, NB Woodfinery, and then our top tier we have Eastbroke Studios, Danelle Smith Christian, Brian Drennan, Lawrence of Maritime Nice Supply.com, Ed Johns of ButtJoints.com, Adam of Uncle Sam Metalworks, Green Street Joinery, Vincent Ferrari of Digitally Creative, uh, Brian Housework of Workfort Podcast, Art to Gino Sorio, Matt of Wooden Mustache, Lee of Regal Street, Brent of Clean Cut Woodworking, Brad of Brad's Customs, David and Joanna at Wido Works, Chad of Chad's Custom Creations, Ryan of Gnome Hammer Forge, and then 
as we mentioned, David of DW Wood Build. Thank you, everyone. We really do appreciate it. Yes, very thankful. <laughs> and uh, I was just thinking of one of our patrons reached out to me this week. Um, and hopefully I won't regret giving Mr. Sario my address. But we'll see. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you do. <laughs> so. He's a good dude. Yeah, he is. It's actually funny. You know, the, uh, the hamster saddles, like the hamsters with saddles that he gave us. Yeah. You want to know where mine is? Yeah. It's on a bookshelf in my living room, like where you can see it. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just there. I have like a, like a, like a office, like a makerspace type office in my house and it's in there on the desk, just chilling. Yeah. It's right when you walk in the house so everyone can see it. It's great. Nobody, yeah, so, nobody knows what it is when they come here. But. <laughs> yeah. No, we have, um, it was sitting just to one side of our TV on a bookshelf, and then that's where the Christmas tree is now. So the day it landed, it <laughs> it landed on that bookshelf pretty much. Yeah. And then the bookshelf got moved over to another corner. It's actually right by the front door now and uh, still chilling. They are cool. Kid, kids love it. Yeah, the hamster saddles came up again um, on this past week's uh, American Craftsman podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the episode that was out this week. Uh, it was like a question thing, and, and and they called out for questions, and Matt asked a hypothetical <laughs> question. It was something like, if something is, a like, it, if a lathe is this animal and this is that animal, what would a hand plane be? And in this alternate universe, could Chad still make boot jacks so they read the question and they called me as they were recording the episode to weigh in and i said well then the hand plane has to be a hamster and they're like oh i can't believe we missed that (laughs) you'd have to listen to it for all the jokes i don't want to ruin it but it's a good episode matt's always good for content that dude's great (laughs) yeah be inside that brain for a minute you'd probably everyone else would go insane but he's just he's calm cool and collected (laughs) i i had a whole conversation with him this week he called me um matt did and i he he got me ranting i'll save it for the after show (laughs) but he 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 put me on this rant and uh and one of these days we'll have to have him on so we can have it on air on our main show because uh i was going off I don't know if I'll remember everything now, uh, but it was. It's All funny. the anger comes back, the memory will be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm getting worked up about it just thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah, he was talking to me. He's trying to get me to do the uh, the Blackthorn Invitational. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who want the Blackthorn Invitational to happen. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But he did give me some good ideas that makes it really so. Um, something I'll have to work out, think about. For the spring or oh, actually something else I was thinking about was talking about summer and travel and this and that. We just booked our uh, our flights for uh, all that. Lil said, "Merry Christmas to us!" Right? Yeah. So we're for our little trip up to. Well, it starts in. We're going to start in England. We're going to start in London, and then hit the be cruise people and try that try that out once, anyways. <laughs> I, I just booked a cruise too. Did you? Yeah, but not in Europe. Yeah, well, ours ours isn't one of the old people river cruises. It's the old people fjord cruise. <laughs> so we're going up through Norway. 
you're going on vacation. You're leaving the Great White North, and you're going back to going cold. to the yeah, going to some other North, the old no, <laughs> the old North, <laughs> the old North. Yeah, um, yeah, it should be all right though. I mean, we're gonna spend most of it on a on a big boat. So yeah, cruises are um, they're unique. You know, they're like they're not for every vacation, but they're nice when you do it. Have you ever been on a cruise before? No, this is our this is our first. It'll be first time in Europe, first time on a cruise. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I've been on a few cruises. I like them, not for every vacation. Like, there's people that only do cruises. Yeah, that was funny because we were, um, I was doing some research on cruises or something, and it popped up that uh, there's someone out there that lives between cruise ships. Oh, there's a lot of people that do. A lot of people and, retire and do. Yeah, well, this guy actually did it, and I think, I forget what they said it cost, like, the numbers don't matter, but it wasn't astronomical, um, but he was not retired. He was actually running a business from the cruise ship. It was like a consulting kind of thing or something like that, or I don't know if he was doing stocks or something, something you could do completely remotely, and he would just move from, from cruise ship to cruise ship. Very cool. Yeah, so I don't know how he organized it all because I'm sure it would be quite a so in quite a task. 2019, we booked a cruise for 2020, and naturally <laughs> it got canceled. Um, and our credit was going to run out, so we just booked another now. In yeah, we had something like that happen happen to us too. We were going to go. Uh, it was going to be just me and her. We were going to go to um, Dominican Republic, and. Uh, we're supposed to go in May of 2020, so we were like, "Oh, maybe we'll be okay." Because when they did the shutdown, and then we're like, "Ah, oh, that's not happening." <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, yeah, so we ended up. We didn't. It was just the flights, I think, that were what got hung up. Everything else got paid back, but we ended up just using the flights within Canada. Nice. I don't know. It should be good. I'm excited going back yeah, to a place you, I've been you before. Sounded. Well, I'm going back to a place I've been before twice, but. Um, it was the easiest way to go. We're leaving right from New Jersey. Oh, okay. No hotel stay, no flights, no nothing. Oh, yeah? So what do you leave, like, from Atlantic City, or what port do you leave from? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's like Cape It's like in Bayonne, North Jersey. So you leave out okay. of there, and you go down to Bermuda and back. It's a lot of time oh, at okay. sea, but then you get to enjoy the boat, you know? So a lot of times, so like, if you leave out of Miami and go island hopping, you're not really on the boat much. So you're not, like, you pay for all the amenities of the boat, but you're not really. Yeah, I think that's the one thing for us. I think we got a day and a half or two days each way, like because we're leaving from Southampton, England, which is southern England, and then heading for not that far north, like Norway, but it's still, I guess, the big part of Norway. So that'll be cool. We hit four cities. I think we're. Do you get seasick? Do I not? Not that I know of. <laughs> I've been on. I've been on some large ferries and stuff. Um, like if you go from here, there's a there's a little island off the coast here. It's called Gramanan, and it's I think it's about an hour and a bit of a ferry. That one I, I can remember being in rough what they consider rough seas for that one because it's a car ferry, so they don't really they don't really mess around too much. Like they don't get into too big of water and that didn't bother me too much it did bother some people i remember but I was, I was high school and then when we went to newfoundland that was on a ferry and that was eight hours but we slept through the eight hours so i don't know we're about to find out if i get seasick 
Well, bring the stuff just in case you do. Yeah. But with that, let's head on over to the after show. What do you say? Yeah, sounds good, man. All right, if you want to find Tony, you can find him at Woodland Iron. I'm at Blackthorn Concepts. Both of us can be found at Working Hands Podcast on Instagram at Working Hands 3 on TikTok. Um, if you want to leave a review on whatever podcatcher allows it, we'd appreciate it. If you don't want to do that, you can share the show. Share it with all your friends. If you shared it once before, share it again. Never hurts. Always something to talk about. <laughs> with that, let's head on over to the after show. Later.